0: If you've got a few minutes to spare, it's time to get stuck into The Wrap. For the middle of September 2022, you're listening to The Wrap, Australia's fastest technology roundup, which this week may need to be the fastest, most tightly packed episode of The Wrap yet. Seriously, nearly a good 300 episodes into our weekly roundup, The amount of technology we need to stuff into this one needs us to speak really quickly and cover a lot. So let's get stuck in because Apple has a lot of gear on the way. Yes, this is an Apple show, and you probably heard the basics about the new iPhone 14 range being bigger and better, and even about the new watch models on the way. But we're about to dive in deep because with release kicking off this week, you might want to know what you're possibly buying into. Like the past couple of years, there are four new iPhones this year with two regular and two new Pro models. In the regular range, Apple is killing off the pint-sized Mini, replacing it with a big model sized like the Max. That means the iPhone 14 comes in both a 6.1-inch iPhone 14 and 6.7-inch iPhone 14 Plus. And aside for size and battery, both are largely the same. They'll use the chips from last year's Pro line, the A15 Bionic, and they'll get two 12-megapixel cameras for wide and ultra-wide. Expect the 14 Plus to deliver solid battery life thanks to that bigger size and battery, but it's more or less a trickled-down 13 Pro minus 1 one camera in a new model. Meanwhile, the iPhone 14 Pro and Pro Max look seriously interesting. They'll see a new chip in each of the same 6.1 and 6.7 inch sizes, plus more megapixels overall. You'll still get three cameras here, with 12 on the ultra-wide and 12 on the telephoto, but there's now a 48-megapixel main camera, which is the biggest any iPhone has ever seen. Apple is also doing away with the notch on its screen in the 14 Pro and animating the results. It's a bit of a trick, but the notch is now a pill-shaped hole punch with animations around it that will make it seem more interactive and specially designed. And the notch is just one of the screen changes, with the other being an always-on display. By stopping the refresh rate down, Apple can keep your standby screen active all the time, so you can check your phone at a glance. Regardless of whether you opt for a pro or regular model, all four of them will support crash detection, helping to call triple zero emergency when you're involved in a car or bike accident. And it's also a feature in all the Apple Watch models this year as well. There are three of of those with the budget Apple Watch SE being a minor refresh with a slightly lighter design, plus the Series 8 Apple Watch keeping the ECG, heart rate sensor, SPO2 blood oxygen tracker and GPS from last year. New to the package is a temperature sensor which most male reviewers will probably have a hard time reviewing because at launch it'll be used mostly for women's health, tracking menstrual cycles and ovulation timing. That feature set can also be found in Apple's most expensive watch to date, the Apple Watch Ultra. But this isn't made for your everyday watch wearer. Focused on athletes, hikers, runners, swimmers, divers and those who dabble in extreme sports, the Watch Ultra is a bigger model with military-grade durability, a more precise GPS, a water temperature sensor and speakers that trigger a loud noise if you're ever lost. It'll also get an extra button you can program yourself plus roughly twice the battery of the regular Apple Watch, but also twice the price. While the Series 8 starts at $699 in Australia, the Ultra costs $1,299. And there are also new noise cancelling airpods on the way as the airpods pro turn 2. The second gen model is the other big announcement of the week and sees a similar design with a new touchpad controller and changes on the inside. It'll run a new chip, a custom amp and low distortion driver supporting adaptive noise cancellation and a personalised spatial audio mode that can learn from the shape of your ears provided you have a recent iPhone. The earphones themselves will last roughly 6 hours per charge, a good 2 hours or so longer than the old model with 30 all up in the case set to arrive later this month. And that was the crux of what Apple announced which you could already be in line for digitally no one really lines up anymore in person so you know stay home and we'll have reviews in the coming weeks and we're expecting more from Apple soon as well updates to MacBooks are expected in the coming weeks as well as the iPad and iPad Pro an October event for the iPad seems very likely so stay tuned of course Apple won't be the only one with an October announcement Google has already dropped a hint that we can expect a new pixel 7 and pixel 7 Pro in October likely alongside some new nest gear possibly a smart speaker or smart display or both. In short, the back half of the year is already quite well packed and there is plenty happening. It's just September and it's really busy all of a sudden. So stay tuned each week to hear about what's going on. News, reviews and analysis are plenty. You'll find it here. For now, you've been listening to The Wrap, Australia's fastest technology roundup. A new episode can be found each week at Spotify, Apple Podcasts and wherever you get podcasts from. For now, have a great week and we'll see you next time on The Wrap. Stay safe, stay sane and take care.